Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hi, and welcome to Serious Issues, a comic book podcast. My name is Andrew Levins. My name is Siobhan Coombs. And here we are, quarantining, uh, miles away from each other, but united by our love of comic books. It will never die, even if the industry dies around us. Can you give us an update? Obviously, you still still working at uh, King's Comics. King's Comics not yep. actually open at the moment. Still running a very robust online store with uh, tons of like amazing finds from their enormous warehouse, which they're finally actually exploring at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's forced uh, us to actually plumb the depths of uh, the King's warehouse. Um, I fucking have no idea, man. Like, I wish I had some kind of uh, here's what's going to happen, but basically. Everything, like, Diamond, who are the only distributor for comic books worldwide, turned around and were like, we're not shipping any comics anymore, which has just taken everything out of the entire industry. Um, So, I don't really know. I don't know what's going to happen. DC reckons they're going to start shipping comics again in May. I don't reckon that's going to happen. So, yeah, I don't know. Marvel reckons they're going to be putting stuff out digitally. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh it's it's worrying. It's also confusing, and also like I think it's for the best that comics aren't shipping right now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a bit of a weird break in a sense for everyone, but also it has like uh, Kings are one of the very lucky stores. There's a lot of stores that are closing. Um, it's a really good time to be supporting your local comic book store, buying up back issues, supporting creators, um, because it's a very scary time for people who have built up their entire sort of uh, careers around these stupid floppy picture books, you know? Yeah, and there's no better time to binge entire series of comics that you've always been wanting to read one day than, than now. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking so, of... Uh, yeah, this episode, I guess, is going to be about what we've been reading in quarantine. Hold on one second. Yeah. Archie, I'm, I'm recording. Stop knocking. <laughs> hey, I'm, Archie. Uh, I have a uh, an, an office... Um, at my new place, which rules, and uh, but yeah. and until until now, it has been this oasis that my kids don't realize they can get into while I'm recording, and they've been very well behaved. But today, they're like, "Hey, today's the day! Today's the <laughs> day 
we take on dad's <laughs> it's the office. least it's the least serious podcast <laughs> <laughs> um so uh before we get into what um we've been reading um i want mm. to use the start of this podcast to plug what i've been writing oh or, hell yeah i mean i mean yeah, everyone knows that i've been, that I've been I've writing this book you actually had one in the mail, but then oh. um, the pu- Penguin, who published the book, their mail room closed. Um, but I wanted to sign it for you before you get it anyway. Oh. But, uh, yes, please. Thank you. W- I'll make sure you get one. Um, but Thank also you. buy one. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you don't have to. It's fine. Maybe no, I will. Tell, I will. Um, tell, Nate, tell Nate's sisters to buy, to buy one. That's, that can be Oh, yeah. Way. I'll buy copies for everyone. I know. <laughs> um, so I, I wrote a book, a kid's book called Nelson, Pumpkins and Aliens um, Another thing to maybe not launch in the middle of a pandemic But hey, maybe this is actually There's doing better because better of it time. It's very weird um, So it's, yeah. Yeah, it's called Nelson, Pumpkins and Aliens Penguin just published it in Australia It is available worldwide through Amazon and Book Depository Through imports But they've sold out of copies at the moment uh, Which I think is a, a really good thing um, But yeah. we'll find out when I get my end of month figures very soon Um Enough about the numbers. Let's talk about the words because this book is about a kid named Nelson who hates eating vegetables more than anything in the world. And uh, midway through this book, midway through this book, he uh, is forced to eat a bowl of pumpkin soup. And when he wakes up the next morning, he discovers that they've given him superpowers. Um, And he has super strength, and he has to use that super super strength to stop an alien invasion. And he learns that all vegetables give him superpowers. In fact, the, each different vegetable gives him a different superpower. So it's a it's a what it's is pumpkin? Oh, so pumpkin gives him strength. Yeah, that's right. And then what? there's going to be future books. Then each, uh, each each new book is a new vegetable, and then kind of like right. a new genre of uh, like like th- this one's kind of like fun sci- sci-fi invasion. The next book is a spy uh, book. And, cute! Uh, I hope... Oh, that's so cute. And it gets more and more comic booky. As it as it Hooray. continues, the il- illustrations in this are gorgeous. It's been done by um, a, the illustrations uh, an are illustrator. so good, man. From like, the UK, no offense, is, but uh, she makes you look fucking incredible. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, totally. Katie Keir is uh, is her name, and so she's signed on for for all, for the series so far. Awesome. I've been contracted for two books, and I am having a meeting with uh, my publisher very soon. And I'm hoping that based off of the pretty okay seeming sales from the first one, it'll be many many books because the second book I just finished writing. I sat up till 3 a.m. two nights ago and just hammered it all out. 13,000 words. Um, and uh, it's, I, I'm, I'm really, really doing some big comic booky moves, like seeding things that won't pay off for like six books down the, down the line, which is <laughs> You're planning very 10 risky. years in advance, like Hickman. Yeah, exactly. You've got all these like big charts all over your walls with like graphs. <laughs> yeah, Nelson starts speaking in a code that you won't be able to decipher <laughs> until book seven. <laughs> All the kids are like, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this, but I mean, I'm somewhat invested, and now I'm just have to, I have to just keep buying them forever. And why does this, um, why does this kids' book have variant covers? <laughs> <laughs> but mom, I have to collect them all. <laughs> so yeah, look, it is like a, a it's a, it's me writing a kids' book uh, that kind of takes on my love of superhero comics. And uh, so if you love superheroes and you love. Uh, my stupid jokes. Uh, there's a good chance you'll like this book. It's called Nelson, Pumpkins and Aliens. If you're in Australia, it's still available through Dimmix and Target and Big W. All the places you buy regular, regular ass books at. But um, yeah. uh, hopefully, hopefully it'll actually get properly licensed. It looks like it might be uh, in, in America and the UK. Um, they're already moving to a second print run, which is really, really exciting. Um, oh, because I've Congrats. lost all of my DJ income. So now yeah. this is uh, what, I'm, what I'm kind of... 
hoping we'll get me, me through the it. year. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah, gosh, what's Nate doing? Um, a lot of pacing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of taking the kids for walks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 scary, huh? Yeah, but hopefully. Oh fuck! Who knows, man? I'm not gonna try. And... Well, it stopped. It stopped being scary, and now it's just kind of weird. Now it's just shit. Now it's just endlessly shit. <laughs> it's fine. Um, fine. But hey, the there's end. comics. There's comics to yeah. go through. Enough. Enough of these. I mean, you can't even call. It's not a YA book. It's a. It's just a Y book. It's a young it's just book. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for youths. Just for book. babies, little baby youths. I wouldn't um, recommend it some... for like forty-year-olds. We got we got some 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 big baby comics, some some big adult comics to talk about, some big books. Yep. Um, Siobhan, why don't you kick us off? What have you been reading lately? All right. So this first one I've been rereading recently because I'm about to launch this afternoon the King's Quarantine Book Club. Everyone, that's so good. What so a perfect time be... to release a podcast. Thank you so much. Um, this we this are going... episode is just is just going to be like seventy five percent plugs. Yeah. Um, so. I'm doing it because uh, we have a bunch of like trades that we have a lot of stock of in the warehouse, and um, I miss having conversations about comics with people. So the first one that we're going to be doing is Black Widow by uh, Mark Wade and Chris Samney. Oh, and man, so good and not talked about enough. Everyone, I feel like everyone enough. remembers how good the Daredevil run was, which was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Maybe dragged on a little bit. Maybe they shouldn't have gone to San Francisco. But like, who's to say? And then maybe, maybe they the should Captain have kept Am- it to a tight twelve issues and made like a perfect, perfect little comic book. I feel like more people talk about the Captain America run that followed this, but in the middle was yeah, Mark Wade, Chris Samney, um, equally credited because I think yep. uh, Mark Wade credited Samney as a uh, as a writer as well as the um, artist. And who did colors on this one? Matt Wilson, who oh, man, did uh, colors team. on. Daredevil and stuff with them as well. And um, I had forgotten how completely 100% perfect the first issue is. It is mostly silent. It's just Mm -hmm. a straight-up action one. And the first three panels, it's like Black Widow running through a S.H.I.E.L.D. office as there's like a speaker overhead going, you know, don't let her leave. Final orders. Stop the Black Widow leaving here. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like (laughs) this incredibly action-packed first issue where you don't hear her say... A word until the final uh, panel, and it's just—it's so killer. Sammy is like top of his game. Incredible action, so beautiful, so well put together. It really feels like it was one where Mark Way just kind of took a back seat and was like, "This is your book. Do what you need to do." And it's like—it's so so good. So I'm really excited to be um, doing this one for our first book club. It's great. It's a great. The, the story has great Bucky moments, like obviously yep. uh, some incredible Nat moments, and uh, just. Brilliant action. So, so good. Yeah. What is, is Samney doing next? I don't know, man. Oh, I think he's doing something with DC. Oh, no, he's doing something creator-owned, I think. I think he's left Marvel, and I think he's You're right. Here working we go. on something. Um, Sky, Skybound and Image Comics are publishing his book, uh, Firepower. And oh, then he also yeah, has... Oh, fuck. Sorry. I read... <laughs> Sorry. It's a book he's doing with Kirkman, and they're putting it out. I don't know what the schedule of it is now, but they're putting out the first... Uh, I think the first four issues in the trade and then they're releasing it monthly as a single and it is so good it is so good man it's like so you've a, um, read the first four issues or yeah so they sent out a oh, preview jealous. to um comic book stores and it's really good it's like a classic fish out of water um asian american guy goes to a buddhist temple to learn about his family ends up learning about uh this like mystical uh kung fu thing called 
the the way of the dragon Fire or something. Power. Anyway, it's fucking oh, incredible. Yep. It's great. It's great. Oh, that's it's, so fun! What a yeah, great man. team up. And um, like gorgeous, gorgeous to look at. All these beautiful like Himalayan mountains. Man, Samni is uh, killing it. That's uh, and then he's also putting out a book uh, through Oni Press called Jonna and the Unpossible Un- Un- Monsters. You that sounds that like one? it's going to be all ages. No, I haven't. That sounds great. Uh, he's done doing this one with his uh, with Laura Samney, who uh, is either a relation or a. I believe it's his wife. Oh, that's awesome! And then uh, and Matt Wilson on colors. It looks like tons of fun. An epic tale of sisters survival and some monster punching. Yay! So that well, that to, sounds great. That's, that, that's the Chris Samney update that everyone listens to this <laughs> podcast for. I just sign up to his. Uh, if you go to his Twitter. His pinned tweet is uh, a link to uh, sign up to his newsletter. Everyone should sign nice. up to the newsletters. Comic, comic yeah, keep, book keep creators have great, great newsletters. Chip Zdarsky's newsletter, Ed Brubaker's newsletter, great newsletters. Yep, agreed. I don't actually sign up to any of them because I, I don't enough read emails. newsletters really. Yeah, I'm very busy. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Black Widow by uh, Mark Wade, Chris Samney, Matt Wilson. A great, a great. Um, Something you know, if, if you if you can't get to your local comic book shop, um, it's definitely all available on Marvel Unlimited too. If you have that, and yep. it's a hell of a thing to read. It sure is. Um, and seeing as the movie's been delayed, you might as well get your Black Widow enjoyment from a from a comic book. Hooray! Yeah, and and it has to be said, like Black Widow in terms of like solo Black Widow comics, there aren't that many excellent ones. Um, this is top this of is the list. <laughs> this is this the is best. Yeah, absolutely one. top of the list. Greg Rucker did some good stuff with her in like the late nineties, early two thousands, but like a few, uh, only very sporadic issues. But they're really mm. worth reading too. Hmm, I've never read those. Um, what have um, you been reading? Well, I've been reading um, a ton of manga, and it's all your fault. <laughs> Yay! I'm so glad <laughs> you, you succeeded in your uh, quest <laughs> to turn me into an enormous weeb. <laughs> I don't um, think I had to push that hard. <laughs> no, you really didn't. <laughs> But the uh, it was unlocked in me uh, very early last year, um, and now it's kind of all I read. Ah, um, I want to read B stars. So yeah, I've got uh, I've read the first four Tankabans, the uh, the volumes of um, of B stars, which is a uh, a, a book uh, written and drawn by uh, Paru Itagaki, um, and uh, B stars is uh, becoming a lot more well known now because there is a phenomenal anime adaptation. Which I would even say is like one of the few anime I've watched that is as good as, if not better, than the manga. Um, cool. It's on and it's on Netflix now worldwide, so mm. everyone can and should watch it. Um, it's 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 uh, about it's like kind of it starts out as like a, a high school drama, but it's um, in a world of anthropomorphic animals, um, and so it's it's at a it's at a like a university where. Um, Basically, the just through the way things are, all the animals are split up into groups of herbivores and carnivores. But in the drama club, um, it ha- the drama club ha- has like the best uh, cases of like intermingling. Uh, like the you know carnivores and herbivores are friends, um, and uh, this uh, B stars follows the, the main character of Lagoshi, um, who is a um, uh, a wolf, and. Um, there, at, at the start of Beastars, um, one of the members of the drama uh, club is uh, a herbivore, is is murdered by a carnivore. And so you oh, suspect, God. maybe, is this the main character, Lugosi? Did, did he do it? And so there's a little bit of murder mystery. It's mostly a romance book. 
because uh, Lagoshi <laughs> starts falling for a herbivore who's a lot smaller than him, and it's about him processing his feelings. You would love it. Like this book is yeah. very horny, and but in a very yeah, very fun to read way. Right. Um, the the um, manga is just excellent it's so great the, the character that all, all of the illustrations are just bursting with character um uh itagaki does incredible work you know drawing menacing characters cute characters um beautiful moments of like confusing young love um, yeah. but as this book continues it, it becomes so much about like like a class war and like uh, the differences between um between these different kinds of animals and they all want to grow up to become beast stars. And, and like the beast star is like kind of like the leaders of the, of, of the, of their world. Um, oh. And there's never been a herbivore beast star, but th- there's one in, in at, at Lagoshi's school, uh, a deer um, called Louis who, who he's tapped to be like the next beast star. And um, man, it's that so sounds good. Super cute. The one, actually, I will say the one thing that definitely makes the manga better than the anime is there's an amazing one shot um, um, chapter in which um, Lagoshi's favorite food is um, egg sandwiches that he gets from the local convenience store. And uh, the, the, he actually goes to school with the chicken who lays the eggs that go on his egg sandwiches. And obviously he doesn't know this, but she knows how much he loves eating her eggs. And so it's an entire <laughs> chapter about her, like, feeling so proud of her eggs because this wolf loves eating them so much. God, that's so weird. It's so, that's good. so weird. I love it. There's such cowards for not putting it in the, in the anime. Cause it's like, yeah, that absolutely. was, the, that was the moment where I was like, Oh, I love this series. This rules. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's Beastars. Um, it's published by Viz um, in the Western world. Um, and uh, you can get it um, from Kings. You can get it from Madman. Um, that's where I got it from. Um, I love it. It's an amazing series um, to read and to watch. Big recommendation from me. Nice. Um, I've been reading Leaving Richard's Valley by oh, Michael DeForge. Wow, look at that shiny cover. Ooh, That's cool. It's so shiny. Looks like a, it's like foil embossed with like a yep. big blotchy ink all over it. Man, it looks great. Who published this one? Um, this is uh, so all uh, drawn accordingly. Okay, great. All Michael DeForge's books. Have you read much Michael DeForge? Are I don't even fan? know who he is. Um, so he's, he did this book called Ants. That's maybe his most famous one. Um, but he does. The one that uh, was adapted, uh, adapted into the movie with Woody Allen. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, great. Yes, exactly. yeah. Great work. Um, <laughs> uh, my favorite, well, my favorite before I started reading this was called Sticks Angelica Folk Hero, but he's sort of like a, he's a weird indie comics guy. And this is an experiment that he did on Instagram where he put up every day a four panel little strip. Oh, um, about these animals who get kicked out of a cult, basically, um, who live in, like, a valley in Canada, and they have to, like, make their way in the city. And it covers, like, the cult leader called Richard and um, all of these, like, weird sort of characters who live in the valley. Um, and it's really interesting because he did it, at, like, he did it every day. It wasn't sort of something that he planned out the plot heaps in advance. So it's quite sort of stream of consciousness sometimes. Um, but it kind of deals with all these, like, it's really, it's really, really funny and it's incredibly silly. Like there's a, (laughs) there's a squirrel called Ellie and a spider called Omar. And when Omar sits on, uh, Ellie's head, they become the superstar Julian, uh, Juliet napkin. Mm Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, she's so beautiful. She's an amazing singer. So it's full of all these, like, really weird, silly subplots. But it's also kind of about, like, 
gentrification and like the city and like all this um like squatting and squatters rights and stuff like that and so it's really like it's just incredibly engaging and so you, i think you can still read it all on instagram and he's doing another one at the moment about birds that you can read on instagram as well if you look him That's up great. um but um i really recommend tracking down the big shiny hardcover because it's um Incredible to look at. It's incredible. It looks look so good on your shelf. Think about the way the sun would have reflected onto the walls adjacent to it. Well, exactly. Um, but also full of great story. <laughs> fun, <laughs> very silly. Really enjoying it. It's my like pre bed, um, don't have uh, stress dreams read. That's amazing. So, what, what, what was it called again? Leaving Richard's Valley. Leaving Richard's Valley. I'm just going to write it down now because I'm going to check this one out. i got to give a, uh, a shout-out to another cartoonist who's currently doing Stream of Consciousness, uh, making it up as he goes along, um, cartoon strips, uh, and it's kind of all about his characters being quarantined, and that is the Tasmanian cartoonist Simon Hanselman, um, oh, who cool. is best known for his Meg, Mog, and Owl series, which is published by Fanographics as um, Mega Hex. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read that? Like... Not as much as I should. So at Bits the moment on on his Twitter, which is um, S underscore K underscore Hanselman with two N's, um, he has been doing a daily, um, like, actually it's on his Instagram too, which I think is, is the same one. But yeah, he, he basically just, it, it's this in, insane, I don't know if you've ever read uh, Megan Mogg, the like, um, the witch, the little, little, kid, little kids books for witches. It's yeah. like a, a really like, ridiculous um adult version of 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 that character those characters and these characters like like stoner humor right yeah living in a gross share house and there's tons of you know drugs and debauchery going on but it is weirdly funny and charming um Mm. and beautifully colored in with pencils um and he's been just doing this insane epic about his characters uh getting coronavirus and uh you know being stuck in quarantine and it just escalates like one of them got an addiction to animal crossing and all kinds (laughs) of silly topical things like that um yeah that's simon hanselman um definitely check it out it's it's really really great originally from tasmania but he now lives in um seattle um which is uh, it's really like it's, it's obviously like a really scary time for creators but it is really interesting seeing what people are making while they sort of don't have um the obligations of like paid work yes totally i know right that's some um, good shit absolutely it's it's cool i mean god it's it's so much fun just watching everyone yeah just t- tap into the creativity that they, that, that they have, have been like either avoiding because they have been too busy on other things or yeah just like oh why not i'm able to do it now but also if, if you can't use any creativity given how weird things are right now that's fine too and just absolutely. enjoy enjoy other people's creativity as a distraction and just keep um, your head up for crying out loud. That's creativity, that's like uh, the, the, what you can find in a book that Siobhan recommended everyone oh, read in. last year. Yes. So I managed to go to... Um, I, 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 re- I realized that, that it was around the corner. I, I was like, the libraries are going to close soon. So I went to my local library and I got... I, I, Got, took both my, my library card and my kids' library card. That says 20 books each. I got 40 books. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a bunch of graphic novels for myself and I got a bunch of um, books for the kids as well. And then the next That's day, smart. the library's closed. <laughs> we did the same thing, but with a Prince CD. And it's, <laughs> it's, really, it's genuinely saved our quarantine. Our kids Just love Prince Just one Prince CD? 
Well, we didn't, we didn't realize the libraries were going to close and we borrowed it. And then the next day the library is closed. And now the only, we just permanently have this Prince CD and it's like, um, all the songs that he wrote for other people, but him performing it. Oh, that's anyway. Oh, oh, like his new um, favorite song is Manic Monday. <laughs> his version of, um, nothing compares to you. Yeah. That is, that is very good. Um, it is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but uh, the book I'm talking about is The Prince and the Dressmaker, which I borrowed from uh, Parramatta Library, and I now get weekly updates saying, your books have been renewed. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> Parramatta Library, I know. <laughs> um, but The Prince and the Dressmaker is a graphic novel published by, um, uh, what are they called? Firstly, Second? First Second. First Second. Sorry, the, the, there's a library sticker over, the, over their logo. Um, the best publisher of, like, YA Absolutely. Comics. Out there. Um, in fact, I, I got they had they had almost everything. Uh, First second is published in the last couple of years, and I got almost all of it. So I have nice. lots of lots of books of what it's like to discover you're a lesbian in, in your teenage years <laughs> coming up. Um, uh, so the Prince and the Dressmaker is written by Jen, Jen Wang, written and drawn by Jen Wang, and it is about a um, uh, a dressmaker who uh, is invited to start uh, making dresses uh, for she learns um, the prince in her land and and the prince is uh just the prince is just more comfortable when they are wearing dresses and um it is a book about accepting who you are hiding secrets from the people who love you but you know and eventually revealing who you are to them too and while i think the the pay like i don't want to spoil the the, the, like the this is i'm getting i genuinely just got a chill thinking about it it is (laughs) it's so good beautiful accepting ending yeah um and in the most fun unexpected way yeah i just like i i cried in this book yeah it it, it is so genuinely moving but they were, they were very very happy tears i like fist pumped at the at, you i mean you know the moment that i'm yeah. talking about where yeah. yeah i mean i think it obviously is a you know a, a huge level of fantasy I mean, it is a work of fiction but like the level to which the prince is accepted for their decision, for, for their, you know, who they want to be is just so beautiful and sweet. And look, yeah. maybe not realistic, but it is the kind of great message of acceptance that I think all kids should 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 read. Absolutely. Um, and it's, and, like, gorgeous. It is so yeah. beautiful. Like, the dresses are so, like, intricately drawn and beautiful. And Jen Wang is such a sophisticated cartoonist and the colours are perfect. It's I, I love that book. It's I a perfect book. book. It's, a, it's actually a perfect book. It's it's. I think yeah. it's required reading. Um, I'm sure it wouldn't yeah. set you back much. I, w- I would just say everyone just just buy it if you were looking just for buy something it, man. different. It's it's a book that you can read and reread and reread and recommend to everyone else that lives in your house, and then they'll reread yeah. it. Um, and then you'll all make each other beautiful dresses that you can romp about your house in. Yeah, man, lovely. What else are you gonna do? Uh, so yeah, inside. thank you very much for for putting that book on my radar. I think you no said worries. it was like your favorite book of of twenty eighteen or whenever it was. I think it, it was, out. man. <laughs> I think it was. And it's I don't, really I don't blame you for saying that. It's it is like genuinely perfect. Yeah. Um, so I'm so d- glad definitely, you read it. Def- definitely check out the Prince and the Dressmaker by Jen Wang, published by First Second. I'm pretty sure my it's rare... consistently in print. Yeah, my rare uh, foray outside of manga was very re- rewarding. <laughs> Speaking of uh, books about discovering you're a lesbian when you're a teenager, published by First Second, I've been my reading... My second favorite genre after manga. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have been reading On a Sunbeam by Tilly Walden. The awesome. like genius child Tilly Walden, who is, this is her fifth, fifth 
massive graphic novel and she's like 23 years old or something <laughs> younger than both of us that sucks yeah so much. i know man <laughs> i try really hard not to i'm trying really hard to be like man she's just so talented what an amazing person and not be filled with like who are you you small child how dare you be better than me in every possible way anyway um so I'm reading On a Sunbeam, which is, uh, I don't know if it's her first fiction. She's done a lot of autobio comics. Like she did Spinning, which was about um, her experience of being a figure skater and realizing that she was gay and all this kind of stuff, which is like an amazing read. Um, but On a Sunbeam is like a sci-fi story, her first sci-fi story. And I've, I'm only a little bit into it, but already it's amazing. Um, the, the canonically lovely Nate loved it and cried reading it. Yes, um, Nate. <laughs> which happens way more than he would like to admit. He cries a lot. Um, but it is, so far, also completely perfect. It's about this, like, team of um, kind of young women who are working to restore various uh, abandoned buildings on planets so that they can then be reused. And I'm, I'm just not far enough into it to give you, like, a really good summation. But um, I mean, you telling like, us that it made... Nate Cry, that's as good a recommendation as, as you can yeah. give. It's a love story told over two timelines, set in space with a crew of like incredibly well fleshed out um, young female and non-binary characters. If that Jesus, sounds like it is your yeah. jam, this, this, I mean, she's the best. She's won like three Eisners already or something. She's the best. She's fucked. Fuck she's you, fucked. Tilly. She's fucked, man. Fuck you, Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clip that up and then uh, play that because <laughs> to your child. <laughs> no, perfect. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Um uh so another another non-manga recommendation from me is another book that I'd been meaning to read. I only ever read the first issue of this series, but I picked up the first trade of Dial H for Hero, yeah, Enter the Heroverse, huh? written by Sam Humphreys with art by Joe Quinones and colors by Jordan Gibson. DC published this one. Um I've I think I only read like one or two issues of the Dial H for uh, Hero series they published during New 52. Like I think the final issue had like a bunch of artwork by almost everybody. Um, so I read that and was very confused, but it, there was some great 
uh, great great artwork in it. Uh, Dial H for Hero is about a phone um, that when people in need dial it, it turns them into a hero that's never seen before and may never be seen ever again. And um, this uh, the, the hero of this story is Miguel, um, who is a, a young boy who, when he was... Um, well, he's, a, he's a teenager, but when he was a young boy, he hit his head and... Um, uh, well, like while while diving and was taken to hospital by Superman, and that 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 was the greatest moment of his life, and, and he's forever tra- chasing a thrill that makes him feel like that. Um, and so he's kind of like a he's a he's a extreme sports lover, and um, he in in a near death experience after not making a, a bike jump, he um, the, the, this f- mysterious phone appears, and suddenly he becomes um, a, a a brand new character called monster truck who looks like straight out of a 90s image um uh book and he he is basically is able to save himself as as this ridiculous character who is uh you, you get his origin story over the course of two pages and then you see him save himself and then you don't see the hero again it returns to joe quinona's um, regular art style um and in every issue um either miguel turns himself into a new hero or someone who's previously had a, a, a Used the phone, who was desperate to get the uh, the thrill of using the phone again back, um, turns themselves into a hero. And every time a new hero arrives, they're drawn in a brand new style. They have an origin story, which is um, you know very uh, reminiscent of you know certain other characters in in comic book and manga fiction. So there's a like there's a Dragon Ball character um, in the second issue. Um, there's a Joe Quinones draws in a amazing um, like. Perfect um, Frank Miller uh, doing um, Sin City style. There's just every every. There's a Vertigo like a, a, a late '80s Vertigo issue, pretty much. And I, I've always been a fan of Joe Quinones. This is just like just evidence that he is one of the best cartoonists working today. He um, seemed like he it just like the whole book just seemed like he had so much fun getting to play with those different styles and all these fun characters and stuff. It was such a, like, joyous thing to read, I thought. Yeah, and, and it's just like, yeah, like, um, uh, Sam Humphrey's obviously, like, a massive fan of comic books, and that's always been evident through the superhero books he's, he writes, but he's able to just show off such a breadth of influences in this book that just so fun and it just keeps one-upping itself issue to issue it just gets better and better as they like mix in so many different comic book styles and references to so many artists that i'm a massive fan of Uh, it's 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 a love letter to comics i know so many comic books claim to be that but this is 100 percent that probably is yeah yeah absolutely have you read much of it um i I read issues here and there when i when i um grabbed them and I, i thought it was really good fun I thought it was, like, a nice book for new readers. I thought it had a lot to offer people who have read a lot of superhero comics. I thought it was good fun. Yeah, it reads exceptionally well in trade. Definitely recommend not, the first trade. Not my favourite of the Wonder comics, though. What is? The Wonder Twins. Wonder Twins! Wonder Twins, of course. Yeah, yeah. I love Wonder I Twins. I'm so obsessed with Mark Russell at the moment. I just read um, Second Coming, and it's so good. Brilliant. Yeah, right. Love it. I, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I feel like neither of us liked that first issue. I didn't read it. I missed it. Well, technically, you didn't like it because you didn't. Technically, I didn't like it, Um, but as a whole, really enjoyed that series. I think Mark Russell always has something really clever to say, and I like that. Would you like another manga recommendation from me? Yeah, because that's all I've got for the rest of the episode. So please, nice. (laughs) I have been reading the Poe Clan. 
Look at this huge, mm. huge, massive hardcover by uh, wow. Moto Hagio, who um, you might know from Rose of Versailles, or okay. yeah, uh, cool. I think it's Claudette. Um, so uh, from the 1970s, um, lots of kind of uh, set in the past kind of stuff. Like Claudette was about a uh, trans man living in like kind of French Revolution era. And that was really great. Um, I've never read Ver- Rose of Versailles, but I imagine that's also set in a similar kind of time period. And this is a kind of super weird, almost like a Wuthering Heightsy book about these immortal vampire brother and sister. Yeah, fun. Um, and family called the Poe Clan, but they're like their only family in that they sigh at each other as vampires. Um, and it's really. Um, creepy and weird with like creepy incesty undertones or overtones Um, and it's just all these like sort of short stories about this family throughout history finding new prey or being discovered and having to escape and um, it's beautifully illustrated very weird really enjoyed it love it yeah fantastic that's a beautiful beautiful cover too yeah who publishes that one this one Fantagraphics Unreal. Yeah, cool. Right, they, they don't really publish much manga. That's a, that's weird. Nah, mostly like old stuff. Yeah, sure. Which is uh, what so I, I haven't be liking at the moment. I haven't read much shonen manga lately. Um, I, I did since recording the last episode. I have read every single chapter um, of Dragon Ball. So Dragon Ball, Whoa. Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball Super. I'm 100 percent caught up on. Uh, that was a very very fun read. Um, and wow. uh, really like surprisingly quick considering it was like it's like 600 chapters or something like that. Yeah, I was gonna say you smashed that. Go- I burned through it. Um, the, the highlights are, are definitely like a Dragon Ball, the original first 200 chapters that started in the 80s. That's my favorite incarnation when it's essentially a comedy strip with like it's so tournaments. Cute. It's so good. But then the, uh, the, especially the first like 150 or so chapters of Dragon Ball Z, um, the, the, the Freezer arc, I believe it's called, that is just so much fun. Just the height of like fun action adventure um, shonen manga. Uh, so yeah, massive recommendation on one of the most beloved manga franchises of all time. But now it's um, Dragon Ball Super is a monthly um, forty-page chapter that you get through the Shonen Jump app, um, and uh, it's really fun. It took me a while to kind of get used to because I essentially I read like more than two, more than three decades worth of of manga in in the space of, yeah, of a couple of weeks, um, and so the the. Dragon Ball Super is no longer drawn by Akira Toriyama, um, but and, and it's like longer format than the standard like you know fifteen to twenty Shonen Jump kind of chapter. It's like up to between forty and sixty pages long. Way more dense, way more happens, and, and the, the pacing difference was like a bit difficult to get used to. And it references a bunch of stuff that happened in movies and stuff that I'll never watch. But um, I'm, I'm I'm in the groove of that now, and and the current arc of that. It's back to like crazy tournament stuff, like you know, with all these different aliens coming to Earth, and um, all of the characters that you've met over the last couple of decades having to team up to take them down. It's it's great fun. Uh, so yeah, yeah Dragon Ball, fun. a lot of fun. Um, and uh, the the thing I pivoted towards uh, because I've been really getting into board games. Uh, it's the perfect time to get into board games if you have a six year old kid uh, and you're stuck at home constantly. Um, and uh, <laughs> I bought for Valentine's Day for my wife this year, uh, I bought her a Mahjong set because she loves that final scene in Crazy Rich Asians where uh, look, there's, there's a Mahjong oh, scene, yeah, yeah. right? I'll, I'll leave uh, it at that. I have <laughs> surprisingly seen Crazy Rich Asians. I watched it on a plane. Perfect plane movie. 
totally fine. Um, <laughs> good mahjong scene. <laughs> uh, but so we we, um, we try to teach ourselves mahjong. Very hard to do with two people. Um, but uh, I was recommended by constant recommender of great things on this podcast. One of our truest and most beautiful listeners, Connor. Um, recommended, uh, or not even recommend. They just mentioned that there was that there existed an anime called Akagi, um, which is a mahjong anime, oh, originally cool. a manga. And um, I am now addicted to the works of a writer called Nobuyuki Fukumoto, and uh, two mm. of his manga, the two best known manga, <laughs> Gambling is, Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, so there's one called um, Akagi, and that is all about mahjong. Um, and uh, then there's also Kaiji, which is about a like hopeless delinquent who constantly finds himself in incredibly high stakes gambling, like basically to, like Great. get himself out of increasing debt. Um, Great. He, he constantly enters himself enters himself into like yeah really really high stakes gambling uh, tournaments. It is so fun and so weird and so cool. He started uh, writing manga in the eighties. And so naturally, I found everything available. Um, I, I am supporting uh, uh, Nobuyuki Fukumoto the only way I can as an English uh, reader by buying the Kaiji series, um, which is only just being published by Denpa now. Um, mm. But everything else I've had to read like dodgy translations of, which is not something I've ever really dealt, dealt with before. And it's quite fun, like reading <laughs> like these, you know, comics that were that were drawn in the 80s that have had someone's literally like scribbled out the Japanese characters in like MS Paint and then typed in the English translation um, I love it it feels like it's like you know it doesn't get more boot like you, like you know the the pages are all warped because someone has like scanned them into a from, from a from a tankaban it's uh that's so it, cute that's such good rules. like uh determination you know what I mean some but, geeky obsession. so like I'd say like mahjong manga. It is a genre. Uh, obviously, it's not enormous, but there is quite. At, at, in the eighties, there was a massive uh, mahjong boom in Japan. So much to the point where there there were dedicated multiple dedicated mahjong manga weekly anthologies that came out. <laughs> and Amazing. Fukumoto uh, submitted works uh, to almost all of them. Um, he started in in the eighties with uh, a book called Ten, and Ten is about a mahjong cheat at first. Um, and is quite quick moving, but then he settled into basically this. Like, he he will write like these mahjong battles that go for hundreds of uh, of chapters. And so, like Akagi, which I've watched the you know they, they made twenty six episode a twenty six episode um, anime series of. We watched it, and it stops midway through this long battle. The first thirteen no. episodes are like you know like quick you know, two to three episode long arcs. And then the entire second half of the series is just this one, um, like very high stakes Mahjong battle where Akagi, this, you know, young Mahjong genius is literally playing for his life because he's attached to a machine that every time he, um, deals into (laughs) his enemy's hand, it, it, it drains blood from him. (laughs) Um, and so that ends so good. It's so good. It, that, 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 um, the, the, the series ends before that um, arc wraps itself up, which was upsetting. But then, so now that I'm reading it, it's almost like you know, so most anime is just a, an, an advertisement. Hey, read the read the manga. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, the Akagi series um, 
it reaches the that that really long battle. It's like it's three hundred and something chapters long all up the entire run. It reaches that battle, battle I was just talking about at um, I think it's like chapter sixty something. And there's all these additional things that didn't get turned into an anime within those 60-something chapters. Then we hit this massive battle that I was talking about. And that battle goes from chapter 60-something to chapter 302. Just one Mahjong battle. And so I am a quarter of my way through that Mahjong battle. It is so good. It's so hilariously descriptive. Amazing. It's so niche incredible. and ridiculous. I know nothing about Mahjong, save for what I've learned from... Yeah, this. I was going to say, do you feel like your Mahjong game has improved? I feel like I'm really good at watching people play very good Mahjong, but I don't think yeah, I'd be yeah, able to yeah. play it <laughs> any, anywhere above average. Um, it is so amazing in, like, you have, like, spectators going, oh, my gosh, if he does this, then this will happen. But what what if he secretly knows that this that he has this card and then you'll have like Akagi's opponents being like this fool he's blah 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 blah. and it is like you know a fight manga except instead of fighting they're like you know carefully displaying Mahjong tiles and like you know when they say different you know like there's when when like instead of like you know saying you know gumu gumu like elephant gun or whatever, like Luffy and One Piece will yell out as he does a fight move. They'll just say like Richie and like win a game or, or like Pon, uh, Ron yeah. or, or like win <laughs> win a Mahjong game. And it's like, oh yeah, like fist pumping, yeah. <laughs> and this is by far the most niche thing I've ever become obsessed with. And I have no Even one in my you, life. This sounds incredibly like specific. <laughs> I've read over six hundred <laughs> chapters of Mahjong manga in the last two months. How you know what I'm confused about, man? How do you, you have the fucking time for all this shit? I get to the end of the day and I just clean my house and go to bed because I am exhausted. Yeah, I um, I go to bed, but I go to bed to read manga, right. or I like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, is you that know, your also, rest? Is that your rest state? Just reading manga, you yeah. don't sleep. You just can't. you're like, ah, oh, I'm so refreshed after 600 chapters of mahjong. I don't know. I, I read it when, I, like, you know, if I, the, the the rare moments that I get to eat breakfast by myself, or if I when uh, I read yeah. it, I read it when I the brush joy. my teeth. because um, yeah. I have to have. I, I read, you know, I'm reading it. I'm reading dodgily translated illegal manga on my iPad. There's no, you, you know, there's no, rebel. there's no protocol, no protocol for where you can read it. You can read it anywhere. There's no, I'm already breaking every rule there is. So why not continue to break the reading rules too? Uh, so yeah, yeah, highly recommend to anyone looking to just be on the most Levin's bullshit of all time. Uh, yeah. The works of, of Nobuyuki Fukumoto. Um, like I said, uh, the first um, volume of his most popular manga, Gambling Apocalypse Kaiji, um, is available through Denpa. Um, and uh, it's, 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 it's way more accessible than the insane insanity that I was just talking about. The first I have stakes. never felt like I was the cool one in this duo. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're a fucking nerd, man. I'm going to give you a wedgie when I see you. Good luck. I'm a jock now. Yeah, I know. A jock for, a, yeah, a wedgie you're way from 1.5 me. meters away. <laughs> Mate, Are you still working good. out heaps? Working no, out? oh man, I got oh, it so man. far. It's been it's been real fun. <laughs> Hooray. Because I'm like I, hey. I don't I never I never spend nights with I you know it's very rare that I spend nights at home with my wife so we yeah. just we just drink a lot it's rules yeah. it's, it's so fun <laughs> yeah 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 it has final been. recommendation drinking okay yeah <laughs> unless you have to get up at three because I your mean, baby's crying yeah but then drink then too oh yeah 
But then both of just my children one. have been waking up at five every oh day. God. Five, yeah, no, man. See, my, kid, my kids so are all mad. They go to they go to bed at seven thirty. They wake up at seven thirty. Man, I'll get there. My children are yep. very small. <laughs> um, do you have any more recommendations, or can I plug some other things? Plug away. That's why everyone all really right. listens to this podcast. Number one, Queens of Kings is still running, man. We're doing Zoom That's meetups. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Um, thanks, Megan, for fucking organizing it, for crying out loud. She's so much better at stuff than me. So much better at my own job than me. Um, but we're doing Zoom meetups, so if you'd like to come and be involved, you've never come along to Queens for some reason and you'd like to, we're doing Strangers in Paradise next month. Hooray! Oh, man, very that's thrilled. so good. Starting at the beginning um, or are you jumping to the good yeah, arcs? Yeah, yeah, nah, starting. <laughs> we are starting from the beginning, man. I'm going to put off as many people as I can. Um, yeah, with no, like... It's still a, great. It's still it's great. It's Kevin Smith-esque beginnings. Yeah, but, it, you know... It's, oh, it's there's so, a charm it, it to is, it. It, it's super charming and it's really interesting recommending it to people and then seeing them get into it and be like, what? <laughs> what did this turn into? Um, so that'll be a good one. Um, so you can find all of that on our Facebook page, Queens of Kings. Just look it up, guys. You know how the internet works. Um, another thing I'd like to recommend, I think you can pre-order it now, but our buddy Chris Neal is putting out a new anthology series about food called Steady Diet which looks amazing. I've gotten... Um, he sent me through uh, some PDFs of um, some of the uh, some of the short stories in it, and it's so, so good. You can check oh, it out. Oh, that's so great. Blueprint yeah, Chris Neal, of course, um, the publisher of uh, Meet Me in the Pit, uh, issues one through four. Is it a four? Or is it three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got some pretty cool stuff coming up um, with that series as well, but Steady Diet looks really, really great. It's all of... Um, some of Australia's absolute best cartoonists doing little uh, whatever they reckon about food and That's the cover great. is super cool um, so yeah, I real. recommend checking that out and trying to pre-order that um, I also wanted to plug um, uh, Josie and the Podcats so good buddy Maria Lewis who mm-hmm. is the author of uh, incredibly successful fantasy novels like uh, The Witch Who Caught a Death and I think her new one is called The Wailing Woman which is about a banshee um, she has put together a 12-episode mini uh, podcast series going in-depth on the incredible Josie and the Pussycats movie, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. You've said so one many, the... many times. Are you going to be a guest? I fucking love it, man. Um, no, it's already recorded. It's already done. I have no skin in the game. I just think it's so good. It's so good. I've been listening to it and, like... There's all the stuff I didn't know, like Beyonce um, auditioned for it and didn't get it. it went wow. to Rosario Dawson, crazy. So did Aaliyah and um, Left Eye from TLC. Crazy. Damn. Yeah. RIP, um, both. And they got amazing interviews. They got, like, she talks to the writer and the director and, um, the, and Beyonce. You know, uh, and Beyonce. <laughs> Aaliyah and Left but, Eye Beyond the Grave. But um, Rachel Lee Cook, who was Josie. She um, got a whole bunch. Yeah, man. Um, It's really, really good. And it's really funny. Maria's really hilarious. She goes into like a lot of the history um, stuff. I didn't know about the comics and I really consider myself a bit of an expert. So that was really cool. Um, She uh, refer. Yeah. Anyway, she's just really funny. And she goes into like a lot of history about the comics code, Archie comics in general, Dan DiCarlo, because he created Josie, etc. It's really brilliant. You can, um, it's, uh, yeah, just look up Josie and the Podcasts wherever you get your... Um, or Josie and the Podcast. Hmm. Josie and the Podcast. Josie and the Podcasts. Whatever. Podcasts. It should be Podcasts. It better be Podcasts. It should podcasts. be Podcasts. I hope it is. Anyway, it's really, really brilliant and I recommend it. You were organizing a, a con later in the year. Yeah. 
um, and uh, that has unfortunately had to be postponed. Have you got an update on Brazen? Yeah, so we've just postponed it to uh, 2021, baby, in the hope that everything will be cool by then. It's going to be happening on May 21st, I think. So we've already Mm -hmm. locked in the venue. All of our guests are still locked in. Um, We've just had to postpone for a full year. Um, But it should still be great. But uh, I'm I'm very excited for, for, for what it will become. Yeah, I think I think um, we were disappointed to lose the momentum that we had because like we just hit our sort of crowdfunding goal and everything was going really well and we were really excited. Um, but you know, fucking we're, small, we're small. Need a con. We're yeah, gonna need exactly. Yeah, women focused um, cons more than ever next year. <laughs> absolutely. So I'm excited for when it does happen, and I think it's still going to be great. Unreal. Um, but in the well, meantime, try and support local creators, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Definitely. And um, we're going to be trying to do uh, more episodes of this um, um, as frequently as we can manage. Um, yeah. And it's going to be a different format. I guess it'll be like shorter episodes um, and maybe taking questions from, from our listeners, which is uh, exciting. If you like, use our brains that have read far too many comics to recommend you the perfect book for your quarantining right now. Uh, Please let all this information that is in my brain be useful for crying out loud. <laughs> it's on. It's up to you, listeners. Um, and uh, you know, we, we are. We'll be recommending little projects that you can uh, support um, local creators, like you know, comic book creators with, um, and things like that. I don't want it to be me updating you on mahjong manga every single time we record. <laughs> so it'll be like a fun little variety show. Maybe we'll try and get some guests on here. Um, yeah. but, uh, we've, we've, we've both missed doing this podcast dearly and, uh, we're going to do awesome. all we can to, uh, continue it. Um, and, uh, you know, and thanks for your support guys. The support. Yeah, definitely. Um, we have a Facebook group. If you don't, if you aren't in it yet, it's facebook.com slash groups slash serious issues podcast. Um, and we have a Patreon too. If uh, you do want to throw a couple bucks our way, it's patreon.com slash serious issues podcast. Um, thank you so much to everyone who has, uh, supported us through these very dark times of us recording very few episodes. You are truly far better than we deserve. And we absolutely. will make it up to you through content. Beautiful, beautiful Just content. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want yeah, to support guys. me in other ways, obviously that book, Nelson, it's out there. Um, I lost all of my DJ gigs, so I started a mixtape service, um, which you can uh, basically uh, $5 a month gets you multiple uh, mixtapes every every single week. So curated, uh, hand-picked, hand-mixed DJ mixes um, across all different kinds of genres. Um, you can get it. And if you like his the- Mahjong recommendations, goodness gracious, you're going to love his music. Uh, it's I'm, I, I'm doing all kinds of ones. I did. I've done hip hop mixes. I've done um, a mix um, all about um, like electro in like the late two, uh, like the early two thousands. I'm doing a. Um, you might like this. I'm doing a early two thousands indie rock mix next. Yes, please. Um, with like oh man that golden Make age of like purple again. sneakers. Yes, exactly. Oh my I mean, god! It, did you go yeah. to purple sneakers? Oh, I was like a, a, a resident DJ at purple sneakers. That's how I learned oh. how to DJ. Stop. <laughs> so cute goodness gracious um, i was only so yeah. in like the the butt end of purple sneakers when it started falling apart right i was in the the urethra and <laughs> uh, at the beginning um <laughs> yeah the, but so yeah, lots of different mixes are coming um, up soon if and if you are able to support it if you somehow have a job through all of this and you uh, would like to obviously no pressure if not um it's uh patreon.com slash lev dog l-e-v-d-a-w-g that is also the same lev dog that you can use to find me on twitter and instagram and facebook and siobhan is at siobhan cbg which stands for comic book girl 
Sure does. Because I'm still a girl. I might be turning 30, but I'm still a tiny little girl. Mm. I'm not um, 30 yet. Nah, nah. That's, 30, that's 30 unheard soon. of shit. That's scarier than coronavirus to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. Um, what was I going to say? If you'd like to support me, just send me some positive uh, vibes to help oh, me really? get through this with two small children. Do, do you want me to send you a bunch of old toys? Um, do your kids need some maybe. clothes? Oh, yeah, we've been, spring, clothes. we've been spring cleaning. We can give you all kinds of stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clothes would be great. All right, all um, right we'll do. We've got lots of boys' clothes for you. And uh, we've probably got some good boys' toys too, some board games, all kinds of good oh, stuff. Yeah, that'd okay. be amazing. We'd we'll hook you up, that. Siobhan. Um, we support each can... other, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And if you'd like to buy something from Kings, this is a great time to really support us. We'd appreciate Kingscomics. it. Kingscomics.com. Uh, of course, the when we are recording normally, the provider of all of our weekly comics. Um, but uh, I, haven't, I haven't read a, a floppy issue, a new, a new floppy, a new issue of a comic in like this entire year yet. It's weird, isn't it? It's um, crazy. But there's time. some really great stuff that we found from the warehouse and they're putting them into sets so you can get like a whole run of like some comics from, you know, the 80s and 90s or um, even older stuff. Like there was some uh, Jim Steranko... Uh, Nick Fury comics that I was like, oh, I, oh, I want to buy these, but I held back. But there's some really good shit up there. She held back so you can buy them, dear listener. Exactly. Head to kingscomics.com exactly. and pick them up for, just for us. Thank you so much for listening, and I um, hope you are surviving through all this insanity. Um, we're, we're here for you. So uh, yeah. if, if, you, if you do need comic book related support, please. We're just around, we're, please. We're, we're, we're a call away. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. 
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.